Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Podicast. We are here shooting episode seven, and uh, we've got a full squad tonight. We've got everyone, everybody's here tonight. It's fantastic. We have it's the first time in a while. It is. It is. It is. Um, which is which is great. I love having the boys here. I'm, I wanna I wanna do it with all of us sitting around the same couch soon. That's the goal. That is the goal. Anyways, we have myself, Jay, as your your host. We've got our other host, Brody. Hi, I'm the other host, Brody. Um, it's spelled B-R-O-D-I-E, not with a Y. And if you spell with a Y, I will murder you. And we got Ben. Wow, that was aggressive. But I agree, yeah. Um, I'm Ben. I don't know what else to say. That's me. And we got Josh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh Dewey. Don't we like bakery buns? Somebody didn't cook them enough. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Jovi. My name is Jovi. I think Josh's buns are just cooked enough. There you go. And we got Mike. How do you like them buns, Huns? <laughs> and Fryer. Uh, yo, my social insurance number is six. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 wait. I gotta, I gotta, gotta fix that in post. Sorry. Oh, hold wait, on. Wait, wait let me get a pen. Six, two. <laughs> yeah. It's hold gonna on. be most of our generations gonna be starting with six because they kind of go sequentially. So. All right. Well, one out of what? How many social? How many numbers are there? Could someone just how many read those out for me really quick? Nine numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Let me count. Send us your social insurance number, and we'll go. There's off. nine numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll count as you say them. Yeah. What does each number I also threw out random numbers, so you throw them off. Tell you, Josh, if you if we had the same starting numbers, you have the same starting numbers as my imaginary social insurance number. So, oh, it's all a ruse. In the all a ruse is where we exist. Well, speaking of shit, you should never do, uh, like share your social insurance (laughs) number. Uh, what is some dumb shit you guys have done in the past or while you were a kid? I want to I want to start with Jovi cuz he almost already shared with the entire group before we started the episode and we wouldn't have we wouldn't have even heard it. And now we need to hear it. I didn't even have one like I was just talking like I was just being silly guy. <laughs> no Sounds like you got to speak up now. I'm not prepared to go yet. Like I <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you've got some stories for us Jovi. I'm sure I did as a kid. I'm sure I did. One time when I was seven, um, I bet my friend things, and it was $20 bets every time. And he kept just giving me $20 every time he would lose these bets. Like, it was weird shit. It was like, he got math wrong, and I just was better at math, I guess. And I was like, no, this definitely <laughs> equals, like, I bet you $20. And then I racked up, like, 80 bucks, and I knew my parents wouldn't be down. Like, they'd make me give it back to this kid. So it was like, we were fundraising for, like, UNICEF at that same time, like, it, like, like the whole school was like doing this UNICEF thing. And I was like, I just found this money on the ground from UNICEF. And my principal just told me to keep it because they didn't know which kid it belonged to. And my parents <laughs> believed it. And I said it when I was seven. Like, I was such a liar. <laughs> and like, then my dad, like, he, like, they were kind of like excited for me. Like, all right, good for you. Like, they took me out to buy this video game and stuff like that. And then it was Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam. <laughs> and. Dude, so this just and means then, Jovi's been hustling since he was seven. 
This is supposed is to be dumb stuff he did as a kid. That's no, brilliant, that's dude. Smart. Yeah, yeah. You IQ points over. That would even impress our love, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Then my dad, like, he built this house. They sold it after, like, all these months. Then we're at this big celebratory family dinner. And then for some reason, I just felt like bragging that I finessed them. Like, I was, like, literally, like, oh, hey, okay. guys. Okay, here's the dumb part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. Like, I... I like it was like such a good night, and I was like, "Hey, so you don't have money?" Like, I lied about the UNICEF thing. I was just feeling clever as fuck, and like, just wanted to tell someone about it. So I told them. Like, honestly, like it was so dumb, but like, I was I was cocky. I was cocky, and then it really night, and they were cocky like so upset with me. I couldn't play like Wii for like three months. Like, I, I like literally like, and as a kid, like I was counting every day. Like, I would wake up and be like. I'm still in hell today. Like, I can't play Wii. Like, like every day. For <laughs> I am still in hell. I cannot play my Wii. Everything like, is suffering. That's true. We don't have a Wii at the house. You are like, in hell right now. In the house. Like, well, <laughs> like, what the fuck then? You know? Like. <laughs> if you don't have a Wii, you're in hell. That's the moral of the story. True. Pretty much. That's like the I'm dumbest smart thing Wii. ever. Yeah, that's like. Like it was so smart, and then you ruined it all by like. Like sometimes I just like want, like the gratification of being like, look how smart this shit was. But like I just tell like the people I was finna like I that was a thing I did a lot as a kid. It was like a pattern. It was like, I need you to know that I did this shit because it's so like cool of me. Yo, I need to let you know. Yeah, I need to let you know how bamboozled. I just went ahead and got you. Yeah, like. It's a weird thing, I feel. Incredible. Well, Guess what, mom and dad? You got God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just hustling your own family. <laughs> I know. I was lying so cool. I just, just thought, like, I was always getting in trouble for, like, silly shit as a kid. Like, with my teachers. And, like, I just was, like, the kid that didn't listen. The kid that I was doing shit in class, right? And, like, so I just wanted to do things... I don't. I just wanted to live my life, and like lying let me do that because everyone was like, "Being ah, oh, sit down, be quiet, do this, do that," and like I was in trouble for shit. So lying just let me like go do what I wanted, you know. And I and like I was. I don't know why, but I always admired like villains and like bad things as a kid. Like that was really what I looked up. And I thought it was cool for some reason, and so like I thought it was sick to be a liar. Like, I wanted to be like a pickpocket, like Assassin's Creed. I wanted to be a good liar. Like I wanted to be like a on man bro like, like I this is sick. like what parents worry about with with modern entertainment <laughs> yeah seriously yeah really every time we would play games outside the kids are like i want to be autobots i'm like bro decepticons are way better you know what i mean like villains are cooler they're just cool like yeah. now i'm like i like honesty i don't want to lie to people i don't want to con people but I think I'm good at it. Like, I think I am. Like, I can be skilled at it. Like, so watch yourself. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Wait a second. That's not my life is anymore. The, is that a con right now? Is, yeah, is that yeah. part of the con? Yeah. Like, you need to get out of some shit. Like, I, I'm, I'm confident with it, you know? Like, oh, like, like, um, like, like something that happened earlier, earlier in the year. With, yeah. You know, I could probably say that. One, I crashed a van, a company <laughs> van, and then... <laughs> don't don't even like crash this story. company van. Don't, don't incriminate any of this. No, no, yeah. but... So, like, our bosses were homies, right? 
like it's better with Josh's homies and like there was just like a very open dialogue and I was kind of worried that even Josh like he might just like say it like the truth of what happened if I told him so I even I'm, lied to I'm, Josh. I'm glad you lied to me about this because I would have had a hard time holding that in man <laughs> <laughs> so like, I mean like, like, I would like, call Josh he was like minutes away from me and I was alone in this van and he was minutes away I called him and like I had this whole story like ready instantly of like how this happened in like a justifiable way and I told him it so my stories would be straight. And like I, I was like, I'm good at that shit. Like when I have to. But then I told Josh the truth. I think I revealed that on the podcast initially. I think I think we talked about this. Yeah, that earlier is. episodes. Yeah, I thought that was a private example chat, of his good all line. the same. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I am. I am good at this. Like, yeah, I feel like if if like if I get in legal trouble with the cause or something, like, I think I have a better chance than most of like. Lying. <laughs> I'd be so fucked, man. I'm such a horrible liar. Yeah, I can't lie. I think I think Brody's podcast. still the the worst liar out of all of us because he just starts <laughs> laughing. No, see, it's the opposite. It's when when people think I'm lying, I start smiling like I'm lying. But I'm like, no, I'm telling the truth, and everyone's like, no, you're fucking lying. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm telling the truth, guys. And then that's that's the voice that comes out. It's so hard to like not incriminate yourself when people think you're lying. Like everything you do from that point forward is just suspicious to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, well he's lying. <laughs> mm-hmm. It wasn't me. I didn't fart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one I did. <laughs> I think uh, the worst thing, like similar to that, Jovi, I. When I was super little, I can't even remember. This was like elementary school days. I, uh, we had the, the blockbuster near the house. Not that many of the younger generation would know what that is, but, uh, uh, similar to the point of a Rogers video or whatever, we would go and do family video nights. And every time we'd go, I would go with and help pick out the movie and I was on this huge kick of hubba bubba gum and my mom <laughs> often would not get it for me and I wouldn't get it on allowance as a kid. So what I would do is I'd go to whichever side that it was on and I'd slip a pack into my socks. Ooh. And yeah, I was real little and just taking shit. And, Wait, are we uh, talking hubba bubba like the circular container or no, 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 like no, 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 no. like the, the, the little bubble, like sticks? The okay, okay, that, that okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And today's the OG hubba bubba bandit. Mm-hmm. Dude, so like the the first like two times I didn't get caught. I was like very very careful with it, and then I was comfortable with it after the first two times, and I did it a third time, and I decided to have a piece of gum before. Uh, oh my god! Before like dinner or something, and my mom came in. And was like, "Why are you chewing gum? Where did you get the gum from?" I was like, "I bought it." It's like, "With what money?" Said <laughs> <laughs> so I bought it at the Rogers. It's like, "No, you didn't." And then <laughs> eventually, it was like this whole like just catching myself in my own lies, like just <laughs> live. And, and and then she dragged me back to the store after she got the truth out of me. And I had to apologize to the manager and everything. It was, I had never done anything like that since. <laughs> I was in elementary school. Into his mouth, bro? No, just uh, his pants. He's like, give me that back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think 
thinking back, like being that young and doing that kind of shit was uh, kind of ridiculous and kind of funny that I got caught because I was chewing gum mm-hmm. before dinner. one time i like i went to go have dinner with my family as a kid and like we had those like foaming like you know soap dispensers Mm -hmm. and like i walked in the bathroom and i saw this like frothy white stuff that was on the counter and i was like whipped cream of course why would why would it be anything else but whipped cream (laughs) so i like scooped it off the counter and ate it it was just (laughs) a bunch of soap (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was a dumb Gross. kid. Man. <laughs> it's just like you guys it, ever it, drink it, out of like an ash can as kids as well. Like you ever like no. sit around a oh. fire and yep. no. yeah, growing up, growing ups are Never. ashing their gross ass cigarettes into a beer can or like a soda can, and you take a swig oh, of that. No, shit, bro. no, and no. like for the I whipped cream, I never actually drank it. And like for the whipped cream thing too, is like the text, like the way that it looks. Is so how it, Mike, like, we how were children. You... <laughs> we were children. I was a dumb kid. Like... It was just like white and frothy. It was just a little bit, and I was like, and I was like, wasn't whipped cream. I felt so Dude, dumb. Ben... I had to walk back to the table. <laughs> like... Ben didn't have his glasses yet. He was too young, boy. He he couldn't I see. That may have been a factor, actually. <laughs> like, okay, I don't think I had got... lies. I got a I got a winner here. In junior high, back when we were all Call of Duty obsessed. Um, oh, yeah. I was working on Platinum Trophy Modern Warfare 2. Me and Mike were working on it. We had finished all the freaking, like, hard achievements that were, like, group. So I had, like, a couple, like, story achievements for the storyline. Um, and I was working on it, working on it. And, like, it's, like, 2 a.m. at this point. I finally get it. I get the Platinum Trophy. And I'm, like, holy shit, I did it. Oh, my God. So, like, in my excitement, I'm, like, freaking out. And I kick myself into a handstand, like... Uh, this is before we did parkour, so I was not a very, <laughs> very good at movement. Uh, moving, I was very uncoordinated, is the word I'm looking for. Um, and so I promptly lost my balance and fell right through the glass table right beside me. Um, massive sound shatters everything. Oh my god! <laughs> Huge like explosion of glass everywhere. My parents come sprinting out, and in the time I'm like, oh god, what what happened? Like, how do I like explain that I just fell through a glass table because I was doing a handstand to celebrate that I won Call of Duty? Um, <laughs> like as you do. So, uh, really quick, I would notice a dog toy nearby and be like, uh, I was just shutting the game down. I just like won, and I stood up and I like rolled my ankle on the dog toy and fell through the table and like. Not they totally bought it. Stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally. They totally bought it. To this day, they have no idea that I broke their glass table because I was doing handstands. Uh, the chance of them ever watching this, this is <laughs> next to zero. So, um, so you're good. I'm pretty confident that I'm gonna get away with this. <laughs> yeah, I and I no longer live with them anyway. So even if they do find out. They can't get you're, to give you're, me trouble anymore. You're safe. You're also, safe. Like, <laughs> over ten years ago, <laughs> that's over it the was. statutes of limitations, right? Ago, yeah, can't yeah. punish me no more. I'm I'm free and clear. When I was like thirteen, I had it was during the I think it was I was thirteen ish. It was during the uh, Beyblade uprising in our in our Ooh. youths. Um, wave. Everyone had a Beyblade except for me. And my mom took me to like a consignment store or like a, like a Goodwill or something. And I found a Beyblade there. I was like, mom, I need no it. No shit. And 
so we bought this like knockoff Beyblade that was like made out of just fucking steel, and it was it was super, actually just a dreidel. It was super fucking heavy. It destroyed any kid's Beyblade. I was like living the dream. I had the ultimate Beyblade. I was the main character of life at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you and lived then, no Beyblade the anime. It's true, yeah. And then and then there was a fateful night. I was practicing in the kitchen. I was like I was like ripping my Beyblade and I was practicing so that I could like beat everybody in the neighborhood. And I instead of just pulling the pull tie, I pulled the, the thing too and I whipped the Beyblade like straight at our brand new oven and the Beyblade shattered all the glass in the oven door. <laughs> and my family was just watching TV in the other room and they were all like, what was that? Cause it was tempered glass. And so it was loud. And I was just like, Oh fuck. <laughs> and my Beyblade got taken away. And that was the end of the legacy boys. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you had the, come and get y'all's juice yeah yeah the series ending right there the the finale was the oven door breaking apart all of a sudden my hair wasn't spiky anymore and then i couldn't be then all of a sudden i blended into the background characters yeah hair droops turns gray (laughs) oh my gosh Well, my story is also about breaking shit. So <laughs> in this so in this same house that I'm in, in actually my room, which is in the basement, me and my two big brothers used to live in this room. So we, we had all our bed bunk beds and beds down here and we'd move our mattresses like all over the place. Like we'd put them on the stairs so we could like use them as a slide down the stairs. And there's a pillar in the middle of the room that just has like drywall around it. So me and my big sibling, Andy, we had our mattresses beside the pillar and we were trying to do like wall flips off of the pillar and tricks. <laughs> oh my God. This was way before either either of us really knew about parkour. And we're just trying to do flips off this wall. And there's these big like fluorescent tubing light fixtures in the roof for some fucking reason in a in a like a neighborhood home. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I go to try and do a wall flip and I hit my hand on the light. And I apparently hit it hard enough that the entire fixture fell out of the roof. (laughs) My hand was completely unscathed and fine. But we both look up and there's just a whole fluorescent tubing light fixture hanging out of the roof. And I was just like, fuck, I have to go tell my father that I just punched a light out of the roof. (laughs) And my dad is big and scary. I don't want to tell him I broke something. So (laughs) 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 I don't remember exactly what happened or anything, but there's still the wounds on the ceiling from it. And I'm reminded every day. That is uh, hilarious. I am telling you, everybody grabs their legs and just like bam, 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 yeah. bam. <laughs> and like, just like Benjamin, both hands just crush them and just take them in half. Bends them like a balloon. Yeah. Uh, just bames them, picks them up, breaks them over the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my light. Now I break your back. Have <laughs> <laughs> you learned your lesson now, kid? You this put me in the darkness. Thing. This is a perfect reflection of Tim, isn't it? <laughs> right. yeah. At least is what yeah, he looks totally like. like yeah, oh, and, then you, and then you and then I you mean, talk to down him the street, and he's like, <laughs> walking down the street, it's just like, yeah. But as soon as you know him, it's like, oh my god, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, speaking of violence, um, I guess speaking I'll I'll get it in, into mine. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> um, so I I am a very physical conflict averse person. Like I will avoid it at all costs if I can. Um, but the one time that I've encountered physical conflict in my life was I was walking home from my elementary school in sixth grade, and because we were living in Calgary at the time, um, there's a lot of like ice on the ground and things were kind of half melted and there was like blocks of ice. And my friend picks up a block of ice, throws it at me and hits me in the back of the head. And it didn't, it didn't hurt a whole lot, but I bent over because when you're a kid and you get hurt, you're just like, I don't know, you just, you just want them to feel your pain. You're like, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you just want them to know how badly you've been, you've been ruined. And so he came over to check if I was okay. And then as he touches my shoulder, I whipped around and punched him in the face as hard as I could. And he kind of fell over and I walked away a few steps and I realized I can't deal with the consequences of this shit. And I just decided, <laughs> I just decided to faint, like pretend to faint. Yeah. <laughs> and he got over, like, like, yo, what's wrong? And I got up and I was like, ah. I don't remember what happened. I don't what happened. <laughs> I just tried to convince him so hard that I had amnesia. <laughs> and he, he, I don't even think he believed me. He was just like, all right, this is stupid. <laughs> and then and then I and then I, I proceeded to to lie about a, a pretend girlfriend that I had. Um, mm. that I was gonna go visit during the summer. But yeah, that was my uh, one experience with physical conflict. Incredible. Nice. Uh, that's very similar to the first time I got in a fight in school. Um, we were like waiting in line for something on the playground, and some guy just walked up and like need me full force in the testicles out of nowhere. No like, warm up, no conversation, no like previous no encounter where we were like mad at each other. Like I had talked to this guy literally once, um, and it was actually a good interaction. And he just walked up out of nowhere, and I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> So, like, this was, like, at the end of recess. So, at lunch, I'm, like, I'm going to get him back. I'm going to get him back. I'm going to get him back. So, at, like, lunch, I, like, find him. And I'm, like, running after him. Like, my fists are all closed. I'm, like, ready to punch the, punch him. And I finally catch up to him. And I hit him. Like, barely hit him. I was, like, a scrawny little child. So, like, he was twice my size. Um, so, it probably, like, tapped him. And he just looked at me and then just uh, pulled back and just full force, like, kicked me in the testicles again oh, no. <laughs> oh my god and like the, the first one he got me like all right with it like with the knee and i was like oh that hurt this one i was like ready to throw up i like dropped yeah. to the ground and like was crying and so i like one of the teachers finds me now because i'm like curled into a ball crying because i just got kicked full force in the testicles and uh, they're like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And then uh, eventually it finally drags it out that this kid kicked me, right? And we're explaining it. And so then we end up in the principal's office, me and him. And he's like, he punched me. And like, you need me in the testicles. And then we couldn't get the story straight that I got hit twice. Like I was so upset that I couldn't explain that he hit me. I hit him back. Then he hit me again. So um, they just thought I was trying to lie about who went first. And so I got suspended for five days, and it was fantastic. I got kneed oh, and Lord. kicked in the testicles and then suspended on top of it. What so the fuck? So kicked you in the balls. <laughs> no, no such thing as justice in this world. No, the, the, the justice system also kicked you in the balls that day. I heard from the other kid eventually. We became, well, not friends, but we just didn't hate each other by the end. Mm. Um, uh, he walked up to me to pretend to knee me in the stomach was his story. 
and he was just closer than he thought. So he ended up catching me. Oh, he was like, I did it to you. a couple other people and I just missed you. And then I was embarrassed, so I like walked away and pretended like I didn't do it. Why why even do that in the first place? It sounds like something <laughs> Joby would say. Child. It sounds yeah, like something Joby matter. would say to get out of to just like con and then go brag to his friends that he he just called yeah. Yeah. Yo, I just met like, like, this guy I came out of nowhere. Got away with I just didn't understand. Like I mean, it's when not you're... like we were fighting or anything. Because yeah, I very like... vividly remember, I'm like, who was that? Like I don't really know them. Like who? Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, when you're ch when you're a kid. You do a lot of weird things just because you think, oh, hey, that's going to make me be cool and all that <laughs> good stuff. I, I remember, like, I just got into the fourth grade, and then I was like, oh, this is so cool. I'm I'm a big man now, so I can go on the Flying Fox all the time. And then there was this one other kid that was on the Flying Fox. All of a sudden, I just started, like swearing at him just like get the fuck <laughs> off this is my fucking thing <laughs> I, was, I had only just learned how to swear i'd only just learned the word fuck so yes. i was like you were oh i'm super him. powerful yeah, yeah just flexing flexing on him. Like, and apparently i was uh, you know fourth grade is the time that you get your you get your profanity wings you just hey sweet i start using that and all of a sudden I get called out for it I'm like oh shit I'm never mind I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> it's like a spiritual awakening when you learn that shit exists you're like wait wait there's words that have more impact than other words yeah <laughs> fuck oh me I remember goodness. the first time I swore very vividly <laughs> because my friends made fun of me for swearing and I was like this sucks I thought it was cool no, I made fun yeah. of you for swearing what the fuck yeah my brother like had an accident in the house he was like Three or four at the time like he was very young so it, it happens um so yeah i was telling my friends i'm like and my little brother shit everywhere and they're like why you said shit bro like <laughs> they were all older than me too i was like one of the cul-de-sacs oh, no. so they're like why are you using the word shit like i'm like i don't know like it just has more impact and they're like don't say it man like it's just <laughs> stupid man like i'm like oh okay uh... <laughs> oh shit it's like these kids <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that's like discovering masturbating when you're a kid, man. Like, you don't want to be the first one to discover it, and you don't want to be the last one, you know? I was going to yeah, say, wait, it's you're like, doing what? <laughs> drugs aren't a thing yet with that age yeah. group. So yeah. it's not like, oh, man, don't do drugs. That's not cool. It's, oh, man, don't swear. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's other words, man. <laughs> Those kids were yeah, I remember fucking it so woke. vividly. They were so like... woke. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a we had a swearing club at my school. We we're in we we're in second grade, and this guy Nico, he he was like the most grown out of all of us. You know, he listened to Eminem. You know, he he used to do like he used to talk about peeing places and like you know poops and stuff. And like in grade two, that's like pretty crazy. So, like I, I remember I remember one time he told me he was like, yeah, in 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 Denmark you could just pee in the middle of the street, and I was like, whoa. And, and, um, I remember one day in second grade, he came to school. He was like, guys, I just learned a bunch of new words. We're about to go off. And he just taught us all the swear words. We ran around the school. Yard just like saying as many as possible. We're like, fuck shit, damn, fuck shit, damn. We just like ran around saying, fuck shit, damn, fuck shit, damn. Grade two, man. What a time. Mm. There is the a time in grade two. This is actually with Josh's older brother, because that's where I met him, was in grade two. <laughs> and do you remember those old like gel pen kits they were in the plastic oh yeah containers and you'd open them up and uh, there's all the gel pens lined up 
Oh, yeah. We had a gel pen club, and it was literally just me and Nick. But one of us had one of those cases of gel pens, so we'd use our gel pens for everything. And anytime they stopped working, we'd suck on the end of them to get the ink to come out. And <laughs> I remember there was one time, I can't remember which one of us it happened to first, but we were sucking on the pens to get the ink to come out, and it blew up in one of our mouths. Oh, and yep. we're like, oh no. my gosh, our mouth is full of like ink. So I think it was Nick that it happened to first. So Nick gets up and goes to the teachers like, can I go to the washroom? And like two <laughs> seconds later, the same thing happens to me. And I'm sucking <laughs> on the gel pen. It blows my mouth. So I get up to I'm like, can I also go to the washroom? <laughs> and I just remember us both in the bathroom trying to wash our mouths out of this ink. <laughs> we're like in grade two, trying not to eat all this fucking ink. Uh, and I remember Fucking there was a kid kids, that wanted man. to join our gel pen club and we said no. And that and eventually, I think, got the gel pens taken away because we weren't letting the kid use the gel pens with us. <laughs> it's always <laughs> the people who can't join in that ruin the fun, you know? Yeah, so that was the end of the gel pen club. <laughs> Probably oh, a good man. thing. Otherwise, we would have eaten a lot of ink. <laughs> <laughs> the ink eaters club. Ink eaters. This is why you like Splatoon. Oh yeah, dude, Splatoon, dude. That makes sense. Who else has a like crazy childhood story and can think of? Uh, I mean, uh, I got plenty. Like, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think we're kind work. of just bouncing off of each other. It's great. Yeah. Well, this uh, one involved uh, Brody and Rare, which was oh, yeah. uh, you know, back in junior high school, uh, we would always end up going up onto our to my garage roof. And either jumping off and like doing this one gap between the playhouse and and the and, and my the garage. gap it was like three feet or something like it was just slightly it's, larger it's than a tiny. Step. Yeah, it's like, pretty yeah, tiny. It's very big. If you reach, you could step across it, but it's like it's an uncomfortable step. But it's mm. not a gap really. Well, I, like it's it, not it's, a distance that you have to work i mean at the same time it's just like it is jumping from one thing to another so i'm like oh yeah but like we do a lot of things off of there we ended up like jumping off doing some rolls uh off the off the roofs and that was probably before was that before oh that was 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 before parkour because this was junior high like when we were first like we knew the word parkour but we weren't doing anything with it yet like yeah yeah yeah, because like we'd always come over to my place during uh, lunches, and then bounce on a trampoline, and then just I I, I remember I'd just come in inside and fucking play Maple Story. Yeah, like you guys are out on the fucking trampoline because I was just so addicted to the damn thing. <laughs> damn, wonder how uh, Mike supposed to be bouncing with us. We'd yeah, literally uh, go hang out at Mike's house for like a whole weekend, and he'd just be inside playing Maple Story. <laughs> it was I there. have a he great story in Mike's backyard on that trampoline without him being there. I'll tell it after. Okay. Okay. Um, but you know, get to a point where I just end up finding like some old microwaves and old like CRTVs, like the big uh, old tube big TVs, gla- yeah, the big glass tube ones. And it's like, oh, do you know it'd be really fun if we smash these? So it's just like, <laughs> oh, we can't just like smash them. Any like, you can't just regularly smash these. Let's take them up onto the top of the garage and throw them into the back alley and try like really, yeah. 
So like no, no one's gonna say so no one's gonna say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so we we haul up like these microwaves and these TVs and we just throw them off of the roof and we're just like, oh yeah, that's fun. And then where do we put this? So we start like hauling all this stuff and, and putting it behind my neighbor's fence and like or by his garage. And then we have all this glass out into the back alley. So the next day, when it, I believe it was my brother's birthday, we were getting into the car to go to this like fancy dinner at, at this one restaurant downtown. And then we're getting out of the garage and the back door neighbor comes out and it's just like, Super, super fucking pissed. He's just like, this motherfucker has been throwing shit off the garage roof <laughs> into the into the. He's fucking throwing all this shit over here. This is all this shit here. There's glass all over the place because that's pretty well like where he'd have to drive to park every single day. So he'd be like so running it over with his tires. So yeah, like I'm in I'm in this like nice little suit and with my family just like. Picking up all this glass, putting it into the bin, and I'm just fucking, te- I'm just crying my ass off because I'm like, I'm probably like 13 years old at that point. I I pictured like your perspective as a kid, like that's a fun and just like random thing to do, and like when you're thinking about it from a kid perspective, and then you talked about the neighbor, and then I would think about it like how I would feel looking out and just seeing some fucking kid with TVs and microwaves on a roof just <laughs> throwing them into an alley. I'm like, yeah. man, whose fucking kid is this? He's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, tell kids you can't do that. Like, no one, like, as a kid, no one's like, don't throw TVs off exactly. of your garage. You're like, okay. <laughs> and uh, someone well, told me, good, I wouldn't good. do it. Yeah. yeah, when you're a kid, like, you don't have that perception about anybody else like you're very much in your own self you don't you don't have that that perspective outwards so Mm -hmm. yeah like oh yeah to me it made (laughs) a lot of sense it's like oh how how do i have a lot of fun well it would be really fun for me to throw something (laughs) off of my garage roof into the back alley not not like considering anybody else that ends up using it It just becomes like i like how you guys say this a childhood trait, but people throw hotel, uh, like throw hotel TVs out the hotel window all the fucking time. So that's a good point. Not like just but then again, no, but then again, the, are they drunk? The not considering the repercussions just, is the adult tra- or the childhood trait. Yeah. yeah, not not realizing that that could be a bad thing when you're an adult yeah. and you make that choice. You know, it's like a rebellious act. But as a child, it was so. You're like, just like he was like, it's this fun. could be fun. <laughs> Yeah, now, like you just don't know better. No, but but now for all of us as uh whoever decides to have a family out of our group, we're all going to know to just randomly be walking with our kid and be like, "Oh, uh don't throw TVs off of garage roofs." <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, nice." Okay, <laughs> yeah. the best part is like, I'm going to encourage like, all okay. your kids to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm going to be the one who takes your kids up on the garage roof and hands them TVs and be like, what do you think we can do with this? <laughs> <laughs> but I have to I have to say, I'm impressed because, like, tube televisions were not fucking light at all. Not at all. They're not like they are now. They're fucking heavy. Like, I was a well, they're pro- also and we were when you pick them open. There's, like, some kind of, like, static charge or something that's maintained inside of them. Uh, you're not supposed to, like, interact with them if they're broken. 
Well, it's more that it's the the type of gas that they have inside of the cathode ray tubes. Yeah. Um, just don't want to be <laughs> smelling that, I guess. I think it's just a noble one, but at the same time, it's just like, hmm, rather not. Rather stay away from the 1% of gases. A that, anyhow, that's why like, you throw it from on top of the garage so you don't get the exactly. gases when right. it breaks open. <laughs> mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, that shit's not light at all. So, and we no. were. We were not to that level of fitness that it would be really, really simple to haul this thing up onto the garage roof. I'm so, surprised you got it up there because, like, like yeah. I was saying, that gap isn't huge, but it's big to take a CR, like a CRV, whatever the TVs are, like up there. Like that is a yeah. There's like feet to get that across. Yeah, yeah there's really. there's two ways onto the garage roof. There's the little storage containers that are close to it that you can hop up which has like this really sketchy piece of gutter pointing out that's like sharp mm -hmm. uh, or else then you do the gap so I'm trying to remember if we ended up using something to span the distance between the playhouse and the garage roof or if we ended up just hand bombing it up onto the storage container and then onto the roof. <laughs> I feel like it was probably the latter because, you know, less distance, a lot less engineering. Yeah. You but, should just uh, let me stay impressed that you jumped the gap while holding the TV, man. All right, Rare, you got a story about Mike's trampoline. I want to okay, hear it. It's embarrassing for myself, though. So you guys are in for a treat. Um, Hooray. My buddy uh, Jake and I were heading to Mike's, and Mike was going to be there in a couple hours. We're like, we'll just go early and hang out in his backyard and jump on his trampoline. So we go in. Uh, we're like, oh, we can. We don't want to hang out here. We're going to go inside, and all the doors are locked. And Jake's like, oh, I bet we can get into this like sliding glass door that's locked. And then we open it, and it's like not locked, but there's a wedge in it, so you can only open it like just enough to get your hand inside. But the wedge is like three arm lengths down, so you can't actually like change it. So Jake's like, "All right, all right, all right, uh, whatever." And I'm like, "My stomach's a bit upset at this point, so I'm like not feeling great." So I'm like, "Yeah, we should go inside so I can use that bathroom. <laughs> uh, get me into Mike's house." So he comes, uh, he comes back with a hockey stick, and I don't remember where he got it, but he gets in, pops the latch, and goes. And then I got so excited by the fact that we just broke into someone's house. I forgot I wasn't feeling well. Um, so we're like, we go into Mike's house. We like kind of celebrate. We sit on his couches for a bit and we're like, okay, well, this is boring as hell actually. So we're going to go back outside and jump on the trampoline. I get exactly two bounces before my stomach remembers that it's not feeling well. <laughs> and I land and suddenly my stomach is no longer upset, but my pants are full. And I'm like, oh, you no. know what, actually, uh, I'm just not feeling great, Jake. I'm going to go home. So I walk the two blocks home with my pants just full of nastiness. And <laughs> I don't think I hung out with Jake or Mike again for like a couple of weeks. I'm <laughs> so embarrassed that I did that. I don't think Jake ever knew. Probably I never even knew, Mike yeah. ever knew. Like, I played it off fairly cool because I like jumped twice. I landed and it happened, and I was like, you know what? I'm just not feeling well. I'm going to go. All right, bye. Gravity sucked in. But yeah, we broke into Mike's house so I could use the bathroom so we were feeling so I could feel better. And then I forgot to use the bathroom because I was so excited that we broke into Mike's house. And then I shit myself on his trampoline. 
All without oh, him Lord. being there at any point. <laughs> amazing. Oh my oh, gosh. Amazing. This is the I first time I've like heard a... this. So, like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, right Damn. outside the window, straight forward from me is where uh, is the scene of the crime. Yeah, six feet behind that camera is where I'd shit myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an amazing oh, story. Oh, my Lord. Everyone's got kind of like a like a walk of shame like shit story though when they were a kid, you know? Like at some point you probably shit your pants or something like that. I've definitely pissed like, myself, but I've never I don't think I've ever shit myself. I don't think I've shit myself either. Like not a full have. shit. That was the only I guess, time I was really presumptuous. I've shit myself. That was my only I've time and myself. it was because my stomach wasn't feeling good. Because there's been there's been dangerous farts. So like sharks. <laughs> <laughs> but there's never been a full shit. I got I shit on my leg in front of like the most popular girl at my school when I was in grade <laughs> six as well. Nice. Bro, so, so I was hanging out with my brother Nick, just like Brody did in the old days. And uh, and we were with his other friend Nick. It was Nick and Nick and it was fucking Josh. So Nick and Nick did whatever they wanted. And they, um, we went and got some like um, Little Caesars pizzas. And those things are like, you know, $5 ass volcanoes. You know, you eat them and <laughs> eventually they're coming out and it's not going to be pleasant. It's going to be molten and heavy and horrible. And uh, <laughs> we went and played at a playground because, you know, that's what, what we do. And um, at one point, the pizza finally hits me and I'm, I'm looking around. And I don't know where to go. It's like an open field around us. I look down, I see there's a porta potty and it's right next to this kind of like forest, which is basically just like it was like ten trees or something like that. But I go to this porta potty and it's closed. I'm like, shit, man, like this is this is I'm in dire straits right now. And up until that point, I had never taken a shit in public. Like I didn't know I didn't know what to do. I was pretty freaked out. So <laughs> I went into this forest and you know, I I thought to myself, I was like, okay, what can go wrong? What can go right? There's houses all around. There's people on their backyard, like back porches and stuff, and I'm so scared. <laughs> And I'm like, nah, fuck it, man. Like, it's now or never. And so I drop my trousers and go at it. And as I achieve my, like, poo-poo piece, um, the fucking most popular girl in school and her little sister come walking through this little forest. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I see her, and I'm like really hoping she doesn't notice me. I'm like one of those like lizards when when they're confronted with a lizard larger than them, they're like like not moving. I hope they don't see them. And then she's walking through like fucking Bigfoot in the forest, like boom, boom, boom. And she looks over, spots me, and I go, oh! And I stand up mid poo, get poop on my leg, and run away crying. And it was a half hour walk home with shit on my leg, just crying and screaming the whole time. God damn it! <laughs> Amazing. That is phenomenal. Damn. I don't think I've ever shit my pants as like a like not as like a little kid. But there was one time that I shit on top of a church. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Shitting on the house of the Lord. Nothing we? against the church, but I just there from our high school. It must have been like grade ten, maybe. I don't remember who the hell I was with. It might have been you, there. rare. I think it was yeah, you, rare, because we used to. We would uh, walk a few blocks away from a... our school, and there was this church, and the roof was really easy to get onto. So we'd just go like hang out on that roof. Yeah. And uh, I yeah, I don't remember the details. I I just I had to shit. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna shit right here on this church. It'll be funny. It'll be a funny story. So that I did is, it. That is and here my we are. new favorite Brody. Oh, the funny story. <laughs> I have never Imagine shit my you pants. Squatted, I've like... shit on a church. 
<laughs> I phantom on the house of the Lord. Yeah, no kidding. Yo, that's the Holy Ghost right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, some people would rather shit their pants than shit on a church, though. Did you poop on the church then go, holy shit? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, come on. Tell us you did something like that. Uh, like, fuck, I don't know, man. Put like one of those little toothpick uh, flags with a with a cross on it. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Staking my claim, I own this church now. <laughs> well, speaking of you conquest, it, it. speaking of conquest <clears throat> in the medieval ages, what would you use as your weapon? I've got the answer for you. I'm gonna let someone else go first, though. I want to hear some other answers. No wait, you're the most excited. I want to hear what? it. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you proclaimed. You were ready. So, yeah. I was looking up weapons, and there was this oh, one called research. called the oh, Mercy good. Giver, and okay. it was basically a dagger designed for, like, insta-kills. So, like, they'd use it on wounded knights that, like, weren't going to make it, like, fatal wounds, and it was designed to be able to stab up in the armpit and into the heart, or, like, oh. through the eyeball into the brain oh. for, like, instant kills. So I would just get so good at fucking getting in close to someone with, like, hand-to-hand -hand combat and i just use this mercy giver to get through people's armors and murder them in one shot and i would be known as the mercy knight and it would be fucking badass everyone would come you... with their big battle axes and their fucking morning stars and their swords and i just get in close stab them right in the armpit they'd shit their pants and die i, I so... love this story that brody thinks he's gonna like get out of the way of like all these swords and stuff but in reality he's gonna run in and be like look at this sick dagger and he's already cut in half yeah, <laughs> Brody. Brody like took this question and wrote an entire anime in his head. I did. <laughs> yeah. I've also been watching okay, Vinland so... Saga lots lately, and he fights with two daggers. The main character. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> what if you start putting like armpit like armor? Like, how dude, then you he stab him through the, the eye hole. All right. What if they fight I... blind? How do I do with that? Then you stab him in their gooch spot. Their gooch spot. Oh, I don't know anybody. But you get I a think... good running kick. <laughs> yeah, I think I would use like a bow if I were to choose a medieval weapon. Yeah, I think the because like okay, first of all, if Brody's coming at me with a dagger, I have like the range advantage by a million. But also, you could do like fire arrows. You could do like explosive arrows. You never have to really get in close to the con. I don't think I could like deal with like stabbing someone in in the neck. I feel like yeah. I'd throw up. <laughs> so I like and I gotta be further that, back, like going <laughs> through your arms, just uh, the the resistance of the bone as you're like chopping yeah. through, and you're just like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'd throw up and pass out. So like I wouldn't do great, but from far away where like I couldn't see their faces or hear their screams, it's great. <laughs> Ben's like, oh, he's dead. Anyways, <laughs> next. Oh, uh, he's just he's just taking a nap. He's all good. He'll wake yep. up in a little bit. Yeah, he'll be up. This is just, actually, you're actually just there playing catch, but the other person doesn't know. <laughs> he caught it. He did really good. <laughs> Brody has me Googling medieval weapons now. I'm like scrolling down I, Google. Straight up, my my go-to would just be the the pestilence cow trebuchet. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. 
<laughs> what do, is do that? any of you guys know it's, of this? It's a catapult no. where you put an infected cow in and then you launch it over your enemy's walls. So it just has a, it's a, basically a disease bomb that you launch. Yeah. It's, 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 a real, weapon. it's, it's the very first like develop well i don't think very first but it's it, an it early development the... of a biological weapon and biological warfare it's hilarious they, wow they did it with the black plague and human corpses as well yeah and, uh where was it like hungry or something but like mm -hmm. they launched uh corpses of people that were dying of the plague into or people who died of the plague over these city walls to conquer the city and they're like, haha, we won. And then they came in and they're like, they started dying from the plague too. And they're like, okay, well, this was That's a good idea. Metal as it. fuck. Everybody's hiding <laughs> yeah. behind guns these days, and they were fucking launching like rotting corpses across <laughs> yeah. enemy lines. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Dude? Welcome catapult. to the medieval times. Man. Oh my gosh. But yeah, no, I definitely think like catapult is <laughs> a fucking sick medieval weapon. Because like yeah. as far as like the technological advancement to like Yeet something over top of the walls or like break <laughs> down the walls. Like, come on, you can't get better than that. Pretty People bad. don't even do shit like that these days, man. They've kind of regressed. Yeah. I feel like we've regressed. We're gonna Bring take the thing holes. and we're gonna shoot it, and then we're gonna okay, and we're gonna take the thing. We're gonna make it bigger and we're gonna shoot it. This one's like, yo, see that like pile of heavy shit? Let's just throw it at him really hard. <laughs> yeah that's well, my choice when i when i posed that question i was thinking like swords shields and then all of a sudden <laughs> we get diseased cows from trebuchets and <laughs> bodies with the black plague being thrown over castle walls amazing and armpit knives come on i know yeah, I'm hiring. yeah armpit knives too uh, yeah the mercy giver dude <laughs> okay uh, I'm gonna save mine for last because I got a, I think a fun one that no one else is gonna have. So, well, I guess like I'll take it next because like I'm, you know, the classics, the claymore, you know, that's just so aesthetic, so so very aesthetic, and you know, you watch enough Game of Thrones, everybody got a claymore. You're fucking Jon Snow. You're going up in there. You're getting it done. Uh, you know, just such a classic weapon. That would just cut off anybody's toes. So also, really, Anga, very good. I was just gonna say, Brody took the words literally right out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> yoink! Not, not, not just like conceptual, but like verbatim, exactly <laughs> how I was gonna say it. <laughs> Same oh brain. My oh my god! Did we just become uh, best friends? Can I go do karate out in Just now, <laughs> dude. Check the signature. Randy All right. Jackson. <laughs> All right, Joby. Yeah, you come had on, something Joe. to say there. Yeah. What? You had something to say. Well, I was saying, like, I thought Claymores were only that bomb in Call of Duty. Oh. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> that's a good medieval <laughs> weapon. Just imagine that. Joby's, like, thinking Mike's pulling explosives. He's like, yeah, that's a medieval weapon. Exactly. <laughs> It's so medieval to him. If you've He's ever like, if you've ever played COD, and whenever you bring out your claymore, you're just running like this, with like yeah. this little box in front <laughs> of your hands. Just imagine, <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's such a classic aesthetic uh, weapon. Uh, even Jon Snow had it. I just think, oh, I mean, like, imagine running through the field with this claymore. And I was like, 
I guess. They do jazz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, be terrifying. Like an army, an army of people looking like gremlins chasing somebody around with those clay parts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would legitimately be terrifying. Just think of a flood of people. It's dark. You just see like all these silhouettes, and then the lightning strikes, and you notice they're all holding claymores in their hands. Oh, terrifying. Oh, fuck. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> like, oh, I thought they were just planning something evil, but instead yeah. it's Claymore. <laughs> um, I would come in with an army of geese, personally. Like, that, I think that would be my go-to. Um, now that we're, we're getting interesting with the medieval weapons, because uh, the cool thing about geese is their bodies are shaped like hammers. So, already you have this. <laughs> so... So hold up, we'll get there. I so, have unlimited so, hammers. Hold up, we'll get there. <laughs> so, so, so geese are already naturally terrifying. Most people will run at the site. You know, no one's going to want to get close to you. But if they do, then you pick up a goose by the neck and, and you can just like smash. That's right. And then the next one's right. You just become, you become like a Pied Piper of geese, you know, the, the goose gobbler. And uh, you bring your, your gaggle of geese into battle. <laughs> the goose gobbler brings his gaggle. <laughs> He's He's gaggle's coming. The gaggler's coming. The gaggler's coming. <laughs> Fucking running back into the, the town. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was also thinking, like, what? What if you ended up bringing like one of those O-face rubber chickens that make the big squeaking noise into battle? <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> take that back to medieval times, and they're like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> fucking spirits in there. Oh shit! I don't know. Yo, That's what I was thinking. I was like, that would be terrifying if I was back in the medieval times and I had that chicken go off. Well, you'd be burnt <laughs> as a witch, bro. <laughs> uh, ben, Ben, what do you got? What are you coming in? I was the I was the bow. You're the, the bow. bow boy. It's true. And now I'm gonna add disease arrows to that list. <laughs> you're just gonna take a phantom. You're gonna, gonna dip to your. Whatever. You're gonna take a phantom. Take a phantom shit. Dip the arrowhead yeah. in it, and then just. Brody, would you use a, a diseased armpit knife? Yes, of course. <laughs> Actually, what I do is I just take a phantom shit on the church, and the whole fucking hierarchy would collapse. <laughs> or you'd be burned as a witch you know because everyone in medieval times was christian so i'd be like look guys i shit on your church what are you gonna do about it well i feel like that might just be i feel like that might just be that hey uh because history is written by the victor that that's the reason why everybody was like oh hey we're christian catholics because well everybody else is fucking dead because <laughs> we fucking <laughs> killed them all sweet <laughs> well that's how it went that's actually how it went yeah like i hope it was like i want it to have gone this way so i'm gonna just write that and then we're just like yeah that's that's what history all was. Right, yep. oh yeah yeah no, like it. everybody everybody was like this at the time yeah convert or fucking die for, forget the fucking bodies over there this is how it was. Ignore no that. Worries. We know what's up. We know what's <laughs> up. <laughs> they we've, even got, we've got books. They what's say up? things. Just believe them. What's your medieval weapon of choice, Jovi? I don't. I don't know if we got yours yet. I don't think we did. Um, mm -hmm. Mine would be Claymore the bomb. Or Claymore the Claymore the <laughs> Claymore the bomb. <laughs> you would engineer Claymore. Uh, I think catapult's the most exciting to me because, like. Seems like a fun ride, you know? 
Like, You're gonna Jovi's medieval weapon would be being diseased and in a catapult. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's gonna get in there with like a sword and just like get heated into the into the city and he's probably yeah, like execute somebody, like just lands no, on top no, of him no. and then just goes ham in there. Way more in my hands and I'm just like flying through the air. <laughs> <laughs> just one. You know, it's funny. I he think the sudden the like jerk forward would cause the claymore to trip, so he'd yeah. get like about two feet off the catapult. All right, Mythbusters time. Mythbusters time. We need to get a dummy in a catapult and a claymore. Yeah, because honestly, uh, you can start in Call of Duty and not trigger your your thingy, you know. So I don't know. Call of Duty. Call of Duty is the Call of Duty is the great reference for everything military. It is oh, exactly to the T as it is in real life. One human yes. being can take 69 bullets from an M4A1. <laughs> That's a typical As long as you give them 10 you know? seconds in between. Alright, my favorite one um, is there's a very famous battle. Uh, now, the problem is I can't remember if it was Poland or uh, Portugal, but there was a castle that was under siege. And they were like outnumbered like a ridiculous amount. And they were basically locked in, but they couldn't get uh, the invading force couldn't get in. So the way of beating them was they just threw a shit ton of food over the wall and were like, "Fuck you guys! Look how much food we have. We can wait here forever. We're literally throwing at you." And they're like, "Oh shit! They must have a lot of food. This is gonna take too long. Let's leave." And they won. So my favorite medieval weapon is bread. Incredible. They were like days away from starving and they're like, well, we can like wait those couple days and then die, or we can risk it all and just throw it all over now. And if it doesn't work, we can surrender and like That's hopefully like take these moves. That's what so they did. There. They just threw it all over the wall and they're like, fuck you guys, like you can't do shit to us. We got shit to spare. And they were like, Oh shit, they got we we can't do anything. They're like, look so... how much food they just threw over the wall. Like they clearly don't care. They're going to last way longer than us. We just got to go home. So they did. So that's where the I got this bread came from. Or having yeah, bread. Actually, you know? yeah. Got to go can, get that bread. You got to get that bread so you can throw the bread over the wall and stunt on stunt on your enemies. Stunt on your enemies. <laughs> yeah, I got bread. <laughs> Jesus. Great. You guys... Uh, Let's talk about our new website that we've got up and running, right? Whoa! Yeah, it's running. It's uh, it's nowhere near well, as fancy go, as our you old go website, but uh, we've got our shit on there. We've got some shit on the way. It's coming slowly, uh, so we'll have some cool stuff for you guys. Hopefully, come uh. <laughs> Don't maybe end it. of the year. Don't maybe say next it. year. Maybe three Ready? years from now. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe <laughs> this time. afternoon. Maybe three weeks. Maybe one month. The the one of the <laughs> biggest lessons we've learned starting a brand and having a brand is never put mm -hmm. dates on anything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> ever. Ever. Until product is in hand and no, ready. No posts. No post stock. Always. <laughs> Sorry, Jeffy, do it again. Yeah, say it again. I've like, I still haven't learned that. Like, I'll always announce my clothing drops two months before it's going to come out. Always, every time. 
Very speculative. Headline pressure. Yeah, fair. Well, we have our website back up and running, podyboys.com. Make sure, this is special for anyone who's listening right now, if you go and put some things in your cart, you get to represent a cool local Calgary brand. And to appreciate you for that, the code is PODICAST10, P-O-D-I-C-A-S-T-10. So go use that. Go check out the site. Go check out the, the new merch that comes out whenever it comes out. You'll just have to be patient. And that's um, podyboys.com. It that is, is podyboys.com. Uh, can we change our domain now? Can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I don't know if we can get a .com, .com. Man. Can we make? Yeah. Can we make a, like a porn site that's that and just have it as like a side business? <laughs> or we just like post only wholesome feats, porno but... stuff? Yeah, it's just us, but it's like us in like pictures pictures of our feed really it's just a i i think i think podyboys.com mm. would just be a lot of cute asses cuddling we'll just like oh that's good too it's like some wholesome some wholesome cuddles and feed pics and yeah calendar and some shots of the back of the balls yes <laughs> we nasty. also need to just show progression of the cum wall yes oh, yeah <laughs> Just slope, slope. It's a slow progress, but once it's done, it's a magnificent sight to behold. It was all fun. It was all fun and games until the drywall peeled off and fell on the floor. (laughs) It was all fun and games till the drywall got my wife pregnant. (laughs) And with that note, we will catch y'all later. With that note, we'll catch you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for talking with us. And uh, don't get your drywall pregnant. Pregnant it. Josh, take us away. Pregnant. Here we go with the song that ends the podcast. I'm going to sing it now. Make sure to never plant a tree inside your stomach when the roots come out your butt. That's too many tales. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.